0: Welcome to the Customer Experience Management Podcast, hosted by Anders Gustafsson and Carlos Velasco. In this episode, Anders interviews Dr. Kareem Sainui about his work on chatbots. Uh, a warm welcome to the Customer Experience Podcast. Uh, this, today's session is going to be super exciting. Uh, we're going to talk about chatbots. And we have a very good friend and and, and an expert on on chatbots. He's done uh, his PhD dissertation on on, uh, chatbots. Uh, And so we have Karim uh, here. Uh, Karim, can you tell me a bit more about yourself and and, uh, sort of why you started uh, being interested in this?
1: Yeah, thank you, Anders, for that intro. Um, And thank you for having me on this podcast. uh, yeah so uh, as you were as you were mentioning, um, I did just finish my uh, doctoral dissertation on um, essentially customer experience, mainly, but on how uh, we could further understand it using AI and data driven methods. Um, and my experience is essentially um, sort of uh, academic it's a mixture of academic and practitioner uh, experience. I have eight years of uh, professional experience in software development and uh, retail, um, but at the same time, my background is technical, so I have a, um, a bachelor's in computer science um, with an MBA, and at some point, uh, customer experience uh, became part of what I research, um, and that's how, um, aligned with what my technical background is, um, ended up uh, I ended up working on recent uh, technologies such as chatbots and conversational agents. Um, right now, I'm an assistant professor at Radboud University. I'm an assistant professor of marketing, and uh, and yeah, that's that's it for for me.
0: Uh, w- we will make your uh, references to to your articles, what you have written, uh, available in, in the. Uh, Commentary to, to to the to, to the podcast, uh, just so you know. Uh, anyway, uh, a question that I've asked to to uh, most of our guests is, "What is customer experience to you?"
1: Yeah, that's that's actually uh, that, that's I think a tricky question, but it's also the, I think the most difficult one to answer um, because customer experience is um, is a is a pretty a tricky phenomenon to 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 kind of look at um customer experience to me is um is not just customer experience in terms of uh the business uh context but it's also experience itself and it's rooted within um our day-to-day lives um some authors call it uh life itself um it, it has germanic uh uh roots where um Experience has been studied, not just in psychology and sociology, but also all the way up to philosophy and existentialism. Um, And it's uh, having it uh, transpire into business and having it pop up uh, more recently and having it, uh, you know, uh, Pine and Gilmore, for example, talk about the experience economy and how uh, experience and how customers experience things um, really influence um, our daily lives, not as uh, just customers, but also as people. And I think this human element of customer experience is what interests me the most because there are many um, ways to unpack uh, this construct, not only from the business perspective um, to get a better understanding of it, but also from a human perspective because it, it tells us more about ourselves in a way um, and that is what really interests me in in this in this construct
0: it, it is a fascinating concept and, and uh, as you point out it, it it is pretty unique to each individual so it's sort of what, what is a customer experience what is life uh, so it is a big question and, and how do you understand customer experience it, it, it's even more mind-blowing yeah so what, what
1: are you working on in, in research? So, um, yeah, um, I'm mainly interested in uh, really trying to understand this, cons- this concept a bit more. Um, and uh, from a business perspective, I try to leverage um, the kind of recent boom of uh, technology, specifically when it comes to um, AI and machine learning. Um, and kind of figure out how we can use uh, interfaces such as chatbots and conversational agents to better understand what goes on with um, a customer and how they experience things. Um, uh, the idea is basically leveraging this technology um, and, uh, and data that we have uh, to unpack this very subjective construct and see whether um, we are able to help both academics and practitioners improve the understanding of this concept, but also um, better design uh, services uh, to provide better customer
0: experiences for everyone. Chatbots and and, and AI and and machine learning are really things that uh, are booming at the moment and, and uh, it's going to be fascinating to hear hear you talk more about that which we, we will do when you when we go into your recent publication uh, so you just published a paper on chatbots I know you're you have tons of other stuff that is sort of in that area as well but uh, this this specific paper uh, in in your service management uh, that, that I'm thinking of can
1: can you tell me a bit more about the background of that paper? Sure. Um. So it's it's the second paper in my doctoral dissertation, and um, it's um, it's an it's an interesting one because, um, other than really looking at the conceptualizations of customer experience, um, one area which uh, we found a bit lacking, um. Uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the academic domain is how do we really measure customer experiences? And, and, and can we make um, this measuring be a bit more natural using the methods and technologies available to us? Um, the usual suspects in terms of measuring customer experience can be anything between the net promoter scores, loyalty measures, and it's it's more about looking at the outcomes of customer experience. These traditional measures that that's sort of where they they uh, look at. But um, and and they and they have their their uh, their merits, obviously. Um, but really, the phenomenon is a tricky one to measure. And the the idea behind it is, um, in the same way, we are now ex- exchanging and 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 an experience. Um, a lot of the experience, um, kind of foundation, uh, is is based on storytelling and narratives. So um, uh, we we are now talking about a uh, some of my research, but to the audience and to anyone else out there, this is a they're witnessing an exchange of experience, which is pretty interesting to look at from from that perspective. And this is where the paper came in. We were looking at how can we use such a concept such a storytelling which was basically um, it's it's so primitive to humans uh as a way to exchange knowledge um you know storytelling uh, throughout his, uh, human history has been uh, uh yeah uh, one of the cornerstones of 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 how people exchanged information um and and as a, as a as a result experience so this is where the kind of paper is rooted. How can we use technology and data-driven uh, uh, methods uh, such as chatbots and AI uh, to extract or to understand or to examine experiences using this sort of narrative format and storytelling for uh, concept?
0: We, we will talk more about chatbots and what they are. Uh, but in the paper, uh, you're talking you're introducing something you call field component of, of customer experience
1: what what is that? well um customer experience and i'm sure some of your uh pre- previous guests have also talked about this is is uh, yeah has it's a multifaceted uh multidimensional construct um but uh it's also made up of certain components uh, or, or elements. Uh, and they're also sometimes called the d- the dimensions of customer experience. And they're composed of thoughts, feelings, um, sensations, relations, um, and, and behaviors. And, um, and these components, uh, uh, what we're trying to kind of figure out is if we can measure these components, um, together, uh, they might give us an idea of what's happening within the customer experience at that moment in time. So because of this this huge scope, we really can't measure everything at the same time. And we wanted to focus down on, um, on feelings, um, mainly because um, feelings are... Pretty tricky to to look at uh, from one perspective, but from the other, they're very essential um, in what what people uh, experience. And then, how can uh, practitioners and, and 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 academics improve experiences based on those on those feelings? So, uh, after a thorough literature review, we, we 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 wanted to go a bit deeper into going beyond just measuring a certain emotion uh such as a a discrete emotion as angry sad um, and really try to understand what is going on there so we try to break down feelings based on their temporality Um, um and and what we came up with uh is um breaking down feelings into moods emotions and hedonic value and to put this uh a bit more clearly, moods are these longer uh, uh, termed uh, or temporal, longer temporal uh, uh, components of what a feeling is. And these can be anything like, oh, I'm feeling bored today. Oh, I'm feeling excited today. And these span, uh, uh, these could be spanning the, the entire customer experience um, and could also possibly change. But they're longer termed. Um, emotions are more encounter-specific. So think about um, going to a restaurant, encountering a cashier, for example, that was, let's say, rude. Um, That can elicit emotions such as anger or frustration. Uh, The same can be said with a positive encounter. That can be someone uh, enjoying their time better. And then you have the hedonic value component, which is sort of an outcome to the experience, which is what um a customer is left with so um, are they left feeling uh enjoyed did they enjoy their 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 experience was it fun um and and really what we're looking at is trying to get a bit more uh of a holistic view of what feelings are in a customer experience because these elements or these sub-elements of uh the feeling component can can affect each other so for instance if someone is coming into a restaurant in a let's say lousy mood but then the waiter was uh, did 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 a good job maybe you know said a said a few jokes changed the, the the that can change the mood of the customer and as a result knowing this information can help uh you know customer experience managers and 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 companies design better experiences because once you are able to know what is going on in your customer's journey and the encounters that they go through with your service, you're able to sort of tweak where things could go wrong and design a better service and improve the customer's experience overall. So that's really why, um, we focused on, 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 uh, on feelings. And this is uh, primarily how, uh, you know the the component that we're talking about in this paper.
0: So feeling is a multidimensional concept in in your mind that, uh, that constitutes or consists of of uh, things like mood and, and and emotions. You mentioned a third component, right?
1: The the hedonic value.
0: Hedonic value. So what is that?
1: So this is sort of. Um i mean like you said i mean feelings are complex and and they you know they they're varied in the way they're measured um, you know it's across different disciplines but um from from our sort of literature review we found out that people are usually left with a certain feeling after they conclude the encounter or towards the end um and and hedonic value is sort of this um construct that um, what feeling value did you get from this as opposed to what cognitive value or utilitarian value did you did you get from it so to kind of explain it a, a bit more through contrasting uh, uh, through contrasting these two utilitarian and hedonic concepts is if you let's say go to Disneyland um, the, the the chances are that you are let's say enjoying yourself uh you 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 finish your trip to Disneyland and then at the end of you, uh, of the of the trip you're like I really enjoyed this despite maybe at some points you were really frustrated with long waiting times with uh let's say your mood was fouled because something happened it was rainy but towards the end you're like okay this is my conclusion this is what I got from this experience this sort of feeling as opposed to utilitarian value, which is sort of more functional. So um, was it a useful uh, um, uh, experience? Was it something that I learned something from, uh, rather than something you enjoyed or you had fun with?
0: Thank you. brilliant, uh, really, really interesting. Uh, this could be a podcast in itself. <laughs> but, uh, let's move on to chatbots. Uh, what, what are those what what what's a chatbot
1: and, and what's the role of a chatbot here well um, chatbots um, are sort of a family of uh, conversational agents they're uh, in a if 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 i would describe them they're this sort of interface uh, between yeah uh, a customer uh, from a business perspective and uh, and they and a firm so uh, the they can act sort of a um a front face to um to the firm um to which the customer reacts to or talks to or has a dialogue with. And they come in different shapes and and and, and, and formats, but chatbots in essence use text uh to chat with a customer. And um mainly their roles have been um Used sort of um, in, a, in an assistant format, so you find these chatbots on uh, banking websites, on many other websites where they, you know, they they ask you um, whether they can help you with something or help you find something, help you find a booking, um, and they use text uh, essentially um, to kind of help you navigate uh, through that process. Um, that's that's one of the roles of of uh, chatbots and maybe to 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 tie it a bit to this sort of research that uh, the, this paper specifically we were also kind of um looking at uh, what other roles can chatbots take so um especially when we're talking about the concept of storytelling because storytelling is, is sort of a sort of a two-way inter- exchange um, um there's you know uh there are two players there are two uh uh actors in which a dialogue happens. And we were kind of looking at an assistant sort of a, you know, th- they're trying to help out the customer. So cust- the customer's probably asking for something, uh, a request or a question, and the chatbot's trying its best to answer. But what about shifting this paradigm to where a chatbot is the one driving the conversation and asking questions? That is a, that's the other side of the spectrum where the chatbot is... Um, can also have the role of an inquisitor or an interviewer. Sort of what you're doing with me at the moment is is basically asking me for input. Um, And this is where uh, we find that chatbots in this context can um, have a bit of, um, or can be used in a way uh, to better understand customer experiences. Um, And the only difference is that you get all the benefits of a chatbot, such as scalability, uh, such as using different languages. Uh, One chatbot instance can talk to hundreds of customers at the same time, uh, regardless of geography, regardless of time, they're available 24 hours. And that's, uh, if used in a way to collect um, customer experience data, can be very advantageous for companies Uh, to better understand what's going on with their customers. And the kind of midway is um, where you have a more natural human-like conversation where the chatbot's not only helping you as a customer, but they're also asking for input or taking input into consideration, um, probing further and trying to really give you the best experience Uh, possible, as would two humans talking to each other?
0: Uh, It's a big field. Uh, I mean, in in most cases, I find that chatbots are more data collection uh, agents. uh, And and, uh, my guess is that what the way you're talking about this is, is, it, it may help form the customer journey forward as well so based on, on who you are and how you answer they can guide you towards a sort of better customer experience if, if, if you will uh, so it's not only collecting data it's also trying to guide you uh, right more, more. Um, so what about ai here uh, what, what is ai to you and, and what role does it play in, in, in these chatbots
1: Right so I mean um, yeah I mean AI is is um is also a pretty hyped concept um but um it's been around since the 50s if not if not even uh, er- earlier and we we I mean we used to hear this when we were uh you know playing games at as 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 kids the 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 AI of the whatever the game has been improved and AI can take quite a lot of um it's 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 quite a it's quite a a a a complex concept altogether and specificity here is I guess something that is really important. So AI is, is a sort of the algorithm. Um, it's the way that, um, we design algorithms, uh, for automation. It's been defined in many different ways. However, in this, in this case, when it comes to chatbots, it's the algorithm that tries to make sense of the input, uh, and output, uh, that the chatbot is that the interface essentially or the chatbot in this uh, specific paper is trying to uh, uh, is, is is being processed essentially so uh, to to give a, a more concrete example so let's say you um because this is a, a chatbot uses text um the text that is inputted by the the user needs to be processed somehow and the chatbot just as an interface doesn't really do that. Um, it, because it can be designed with no AI. It can be designed with how it was designed with the Eliza uh, very early chatbots was using if else conditions. So uh, if the user says this word or this word is in this sentence, reply this. Um, and if you take it in a more complex manner, this is what natural language processing uh, does um, these days, which is An AI method uh, in which the um, the algorithm tries to make sense of what the user is saying, um, and then uh, react accordingly. So this reaction can be something like, uh, you know, if in a in a response to, hey, book me a ticket to Manchester, for instance, or to uh, anywhere else. it would cause the algorithm to understand what it needs to do. And this processing is what AI does in this case. However, that's the input. There are also algorithms such as GPT-3 um, that can also generate text. So they can generate replies based on the input. Um, and so you have a sort of processing, natural language processing, which, which, which kind of processes and tries to make sense of the meaning of what the input is coming uh, uh, at it from. So if, in this case, it's text uh, and semantics. And the output is essentially, um, can can also have AI uh, in it um, to dynamically generate sentences based on the input. Um, so it plays a very big role in terms of uh, sort of understanding uh, uh the meaning of what is being conveyed from the customer and in our case we used uh an algorithm uh which is sentiment analysis we u- specifically we used uh, vader uh the vader algorithm and um what it does is um it tries to uh pick up the sentiment of the uh the answer uh and change that into a more quantifiable number so if i'd say um well i'm feeling really lousy so you have really and lousy and really is sort of uh, uh, an amplifier to lousy which is a negative uh, uh uh term and would hence give you a score for that sentence as more negative um and uh and that's sort of what uh, ai specifically in this case does for us so it tries to understand what the user is saying um Come up with a quantifiable way of uh, uh, of, of that of, of figuring out that understanding. It's all using probabilistic statistics essentially, and then uh, gives us insights into then what do we do with that. So in this case, we analyze the, the the data. In a in a in an ideal world, the chatbot would actually react based on that input.
0: And behind it all, you you have a trainer. AI is not intelligence by itself, so you're probably using machine learning some way of of, of trying to make sense out of of, uh, billions of conversations that that, uh, are are either trained by human or or trained by machine learning. Uh, Somehow, my guess is that you're using some kind of unsupervised uh, machine learning algorithm behind it all. Uh, And that feeds into
1: the ai that's true that's true and and in our case to be a bit more specific we used uh, the vader algorithm which really um is a very simple uh form uh of uh kind of yeah it's not really machine. well it is machine learning but it was, it was it was already pre-trained so it had a something called a golden dictionary um and it, it, it through um a publication and, uh, called SentiBench, which benchmarks uh, sentiment analysis algorithms, we found that uh, Vader does a really good job when it comes to uh, sort of social media uh, sentences. So things that you'd find on Twitter or on Facebook, which was very similar to the conversations we were having. We were not really looking at sentiment analysis to, um, in the sense to, 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 to kind of yeah look at different sentences in a document, for example those would have other algorithms that are more uh, suited for that. And this is uh, something that um, researchers uh, doing this sort of thing should look at. And in terms of criticizing not only the sentiment analysis algorithm, so uh, you know, having a blanket statement of saying the sentiment analysis algorithm is, 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 is quite a pitfall here because being a bit more specific, uh, certain sentiment analysis algorithms are optimized for certain use cases, and that that, uh, that that is very important to note.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's like you ha- you have different trainers for different sports. So exactly, you, uh, you you've been trained on on so- social media, so that's why you're good at social media. Other uh, AIs are trained on other types of backgrounds.
1: Uh, exactly, exactly.
0: Anyway, uh, <laughs> we 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 need to go back to experience. So so. Uh, uh, what did you do in your paper? Uh, you did a study uh, and, and sort of to show how you use chatbots and AI. But what did you do?
1: Yeah, so I mean, the the objective of the of, the, of this paper was um, to really try and um, kind of put a statement out there saying, okay, can we use chatbots to understand emotions? in customer experience uh, and feelings in customer experience. Can we, can we, uh, you know, unpack uh, this, this component? Uh, can we look at their, you know, the, its sub its sub elements, the moods, uh, the emotions and the, and the hedonic value? Can, can a chatbot pick that up from a conversation um, as opposed to uh, using, um, yeah, uh, academic scales um, in a survey to answer that? Uh, can we put that in a chatbot format can a chatbot you know do this in a similar fashion so what we did is um we developed a chatbot that uh um people interacted with we used the crowdsourcing platform we used prolific academic to uh solicit uh sort of 200 participants um that interacted with our chatbot and what we did is um with each of those sub elements we um asked an open ended question uh followed by the appropriate scale for that uh f- to ask about recalled experiences from a customer so it would go something like like this the chatbot would obviously you know just ask you how you're how you're feeling and all of that stuff uh but at some point it it'll, it'll it'll ask you to recall a certain experience that you had and um uh and not to go into super details here but uh, it would basically say, "Okay, could you remember how you felt that day?" That's an open-ended ended question, and then it would ask you uh, uh, the, the four items, for example, for mood. And then at some point, it'll it'll ask you to to recall a memorable moment you had interacting with uh, a certain resource of that service. So this could be in a cashier or a waiter or some something along those lines. So we're kind of looking at emotion now, the encounter-specific emotion. And it would ask, again, like um, you know, how did that interaction make you feel? Um, and then ask, uh, th- that would be an open-ended ended question followed by the scales. Uh, and those are verified scales uh, that are used in marketing. And then hedonic value would be the same. So towards the end, we would ask, okay, well, how did this whole experience make you feel? and it'll be an open-ended question followed by uh, hedonic value scales and what we ended up doing is we ended up uh, uh comparing these uh together so we so we we ran sentiment analysis on these open-ended questions compared them with the item scales uh that we, that we had to sort of verify do they match are we off by too much um and uh and that and that's sort of what we did um to basically verify whether a chatbot can be used as a method uh to evaluate uh and extract customer experience emotions and feelings Uh, so that, that that feeling component can it pick it up uh from a normal conversation uh that is based on storytelling and rather than having a customer go through and fill a survey which has its own use cases, obviously. Um, can we have a more natural way of just asking the customer, "Hey, how are you know? How did this experience make you uh, you know make you feel? Um, do you remember how you were feeling that day? Um, or if the customer is, let's say, you know, complaining about a certain uh, uh, you know uh, resource in the company or the or the or the uh, service, um, we could ask, "How did that make them feel?" And then see how did all of those components react together and what happened towards the end, but that's out of the scope of this paper, but that's what we hope to continue research on. That's, I'll leave that to towards the end though, <laughs> for that question.
0: So how, how well did your uh, method work? Did yeah.
1: So we, so we found significant results there. We, 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 uh, you know, we, we sort, sort of, uh, got pretty good scores in terms of matching. Uh, we, um, yeah we could at you know just to 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 probably not go into too much detail there but uh we did uh, get significant results for uh, uh uh all these components and we did deduce that if we use um a chatbot with a, a specific um sentiment analysis algorithm vader for this, in this case um uh and yeah it could uh uh it is it is it is a good method to um basically look at uh, and examine the feeling component of customer experience um using open ended questions um rather than using scales so um and at the same time the results also suggest that chatbots could be a promising method um to not only assist but also act as uh, sort of an, uh, an input uh, into uh, feeding uh, data on customer experience, um, hopefully expanding to the other components of customer experience.
0: So if, if I uh, hear you cor- correctly, you, you're sort of uh, suggesting that, that uh, the, the things that sh- could be changed for companies is to have chatbots towards the end or, or uh, somewhere talk about how, do you, how does this interaction make you feel or how did what happened uh, in, in the encounter you had with your company, how, how did that make you feel? And that would be as good as using scales to, to understand the same phenomena.
1: That's true. And it's not, it, you know, it's again, like we spoke about the roles of uh, of, of chatbots. It, it doesn't need to be either or. But it could be incorporated within uh, chatbot conversations. Um, so, um, yeah, if 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 a customer is uh, is complaining uh, about something, then their sentiments uh, could be taken into account, and that could change the way the chatbot behaves and reacts. And thus, um, not only giving input into okay, this customer is really having a, a, a let's say a bad experience. But also um, sort of uh, adjusting or having that 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 chatbot perhaps do some damage control and manage uh, customer experience uh, risks that come out from negative experiences. Um, so in a way, um, it's sort of chatbot uh, a, a customer experience inception because uh, if you if you imagine. Um, a customer experience uh chatbot asking a customer or interacting with a customer uh about a previous experience such as what we had here there are two experiences actually going on one is what the uh the customer is remembering or recalling and um what their what the experience is currently now um, and and uh, uh, I won't spoil too much, but that's for a future research project that 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 I'm currently working on. But how did how does that work? Would the current experience influence what people or customers remember, um, and 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 vice versa? Um, and that's how complex feelings are, and this is why it's uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty important to to go into the details of of really trying to figure out what goes on when it comes to feelings and how they interact with um conversational agents and chatbots so um so yes uh it does um companies uh, could use chatbots for that for that matter
0: thank you so much Karim and, and uh what do you think we will see in the future what's the future of of these chatbots
1: Well um yeah I, in my previous answer I touched a bit upon that but um yeah I mean chatbots um especially after the the, the covid crisis and it's not done yet um have really uh yeah p- picked up on being um b- being there being available um when human operators were not um and more and more we um I think there was a Gartner report um or p- prediction uh, saying that by 2020, um, uh, 40% of the first generation of, uh, chat bots were obsolete. So, um, that's, that is a huge number. Um, and it's, it all boils down to, can a chat bot provide the value necessary for the customer? Can it service the customer in the best way possible at the moment, um, to achieve that, it needs to have certain capabilities. Um, uh, but as uh, as would you know, two two people, let's say a, a a sales representative and a customer, if they can have a conversation and uh, and the customer would have a good experience from that, can we emulate such a an experience with a chatbot? And if we are able to do that, that would lead to a more human. Uh, interaction, uh, an interaction where the chatbot or the technology that people are interfacing with um, take them at uh, at their at their human level, so they would understand, um, you know, if they're feeling frustrated and maybe back off from being a little too annoying, um, or in emergency situations, know not to crack a joke uh, because that's not the time for it. Um, and these are super you know important when it comes to making the conversations uh, more um human more believable uh but also more um more natural and uh and the future of chatbots there's so much potential there because as we talked about um they, they they can range from anything from um yeah assistance uh all the way to data collectors um so at some point having a sort of a human conversation with a chatbot um can do both assist and uh, collect information that can make the conversation better and um especially when it, when when it comes to uh scalability like if we if we look at the previous uh, yeah versions of banks for example where local branches or the the teller at the local branch would know who you are immediately, um, and 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 kind of you know ask you for uh, yeah, would you like to have to to do the the same withdrawal that you did last time? Um, that adds a bit of human touch to the to the uh, customer relationship with the firm, and I think that's super important because that's sort of how humans behave. If you go to a your usual pub you don't want to have to put all the details and 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 tell the the you know the 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 bar uh, uh the person at the bar what you want and what's your usual and how you like it um and that is that is sort of a human characteristic that these chatbots hopefully in the future uh might have but the key here is to understand what goes on in the customer experience and um and design uh, chatbots uh, that are more human, more uh, geared towards uh, improving the customer experience, um, as well as understanding it. So hopefully, that's what we will see um, as the technology yeah. improves.
0: How far should we go? Should we go uh, as far as giving chatbots feelings as well?
1: Well, um, <laughs> this is uh, this is sort of a sort of a yeah a a weird question because it, uh, there was this—I recall this—this this, uh, experiment where they uh, uh, rigged a Roomba uh, bot, which is this sort of uh, round vacuum cleaner that cleans on its own. These smart robot uh, cleaners, and they had—they uh, rigged the robot with, uh, say, with a speaker that every time it hits an an object, uh, it actually makes a sound like an ouch, um, and. Uh, it it's we 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 all know that there's no really real pain that this machine is going through but is there um and that's a sort of a philosophical question here that it, you know are we and can we and should we rig uh, uh chatbots with with um emotions intentionally or can is there a, a more natural way of that happening on its own through reacting uh, through let's say learning from previous conversations of how humans converse and mimicking that so there's there's a, a difference between mimicking and hard coding that and having that appear naturally and i think this spectrum is 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 quite interesting uh to kind of look at and yeah could be could be an interesting research question to to yeah, look uh, into
0: the the reason for really saying this is i mean feelings are also information Sort of, uh, if if you don't load uh, a chatbot with some feelings, uh, it may be less effective when it communicates.
1: True, true. But uh, you know, at uh, in some in some cases, it goes a bit too far in the sense that it becomes too artificial, and that's, I think, a thin line uh, in which, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, even even with the humans, right? So if you if you contact customer support agents and they give you the usual like you 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 know that they're reading from a script um and that makes it very artificial and that kind of uh, you you lose trust uh and 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 the and the empathy goes down and it affects quite a lot of um how you as a customer behave and feel uh, when there's this artificial way of expressing emotions and expressing empathy um and i think that can also be uh, said when it comes to a uh, a chatbot or a conversational agent, if you if you get the feeling that this is too artificial and not very genuine, then it just it doesn't it doesn't have the same effect anymore. And a balance should be struck between making it uh, more natural, reacting more natural, and more uh, and, and not having it overdo uh, it in a way.
0: Yeah, it, it it is interesting because uh, we know that that uh, frontline employees also have some deep acting uh, in in their skill set. So really good uh, frontline employees are are playing an act, and 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 uh, that way they're more effective. And maybe a, a chatbot yeah learn some of that too. Uh, or it could be too artificial, and 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 you're going down a path you don't want to. Uh, That's
1: true. That's true, and 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 it, 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 I mean, uh, there are other factors as well, right? So, in, in 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 the way that it's anthropomorphized, for instance, how how human do you really want to make your your chatbot? And and at some point, maybe having it too human is not a good decision. Um, the, some people fear feel more comfortable speaking to chatbots um, when they're less human because they feel less judged. So. I think it's also contextual. Context plays a big role in in how you design chatbots.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Anyway, uh, thank you so much, Karim. Uh, It's been a pleasure to have you here on on our customer experience podcast. I hope to see you here again as a guest. Uh, Deeply fascinating. We've covered tons of stuff in a very short time. Uh, If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to to any, any, any of us and I'll certainly convey uh, the questions to, to Karim, but thank you so much.
1: Thank you very much, Anders. It was a pleasure to be here.